Hey, I want to thank our new sponsor, Plutonium. Yes, Plutonium, if you're trying to heat your house, forget about solar or gas, use Plutonium. Hi, this is 5050, real estate podcast for the common man, where we talk about selling, buying, and investing in real estate. We aren't baffling you with BS. We're dazzling you with brilliance. We're not telling you how to become a millionaire. We're telling you stories, the truth, and the information no one is talking about. So sit back, listen, laugh, and enjoy 5050, real estate podcast for the common man. Hey everybody, JD here. Hope you're looking good and feeling fine. Hopefully you had a good time with friends, neighbors, relatives, and acquaintances. On this podcast, we're going to be talking to one of our listeners. Emailed me and said that he'd like to talk about some of the misconceptions about, oh, these kind of trend about Uh, recycling and energy efficient cars and energy efficient appliances and so on and so forth. He's been uh, recycling for 30 years, uh, knows a lot, so I basically got him on the phone. The quality is really not studio quality, but we did record it and we just had this conversation which was really insightful about a pl- home appliances, uh, recycling, uh, some of the things that have to do with the new electronics and how difficult it is to re- recycling, a little bit about uh, real estate in general, uh, a little bit about the politics he is from California, just what's going on in California and the real estate and just what's going on there. So. We're going to um, now uh, let you listen to our conversation. Like I said, apologize for the quality, but uh, you know it's just recorded off of a phone call. So hopefully you enjoy it. Sit back, get yourself a cup of coffee, and hopefully you're going to get a good, insightful um, education on the new uh, appliances that are coming out and some um, interesting things that we discussed. All right. Here's Mike from California, a recycler out there, and hopefully you enjoy it. So we have Mike on the phone. How are you doing, Mike? I'm doing fine out here. Okay, and uh, can you give us a little background and and, uh, kind of what you do for a living? And I know you've been a a recycler for quite a long time in California. Can you tell me a little bit of kind of what you what you do and uh, how you go about it. Yeah, I do all types of appliances, refrigerators, two doors, washers, dryers, all kinds of appliances. They're all junk. I don't okay. care what you buy today, it's junk. Okay, can you can you kind of be a little bit more detailed, you know? What do you okay. mean? What 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 uh what appliances, like in the old days, say 20 years ago, we would buy appliances, and the appliances now, what's the difference between the two of like 20 years ago and the, you know, the ones that we buy now? Well, the compressor is getting smaller. The refrigerator is getting bigger. You got the LJ, the Samsungs, and all that. They're not stainless. They're 400 stainless. They're... uh. Okay. A phony stainless. Okay, what do you mean? So when you go in and 
you see these beautiful refrigerators and they're all stainless steel. Aren't they stainless steel? No, there's a it's a 400 stainless. It, it's kind of a phony. The magnet will stick on it. If it's a true stainless steel, the magnet won't stick to it. It'll fall off. So but how? the stuff they're making today, uh, the big double doors and all the do- three doors and all that, mm-hmm. uh, they, they lasted a maybe a couple years, and that's it. $3,000 refrigerator ain't worth it. It's got computers in it. It's junk. Okay, so... So when you say the the uh, stainless steel and magnet won't stick on a stainless steel, so I don't no. understand how can they how, how can they build refrigerators and stoves and appliances and say that it's stainless steel when it really isn't stainless steel? Then what is it then? What, well, what? it's a four hundred stainless steel. See, the public don't know anything about metals and quality. It is used to buying this junk. Then it goes out. They roll it out the back door, leave it in the backyard to where I can buy to pick it up. And uh, it's all get computerized. And the best one to get is just the plain Jane with ice trays and put it in your house because it'll last as long as the other ones will. Okay, so when you say it's a 400 stainless steel. Nobody knows what that means. I don't. I don't know what that no, means. No, that, that is the metal. That is the metal of the front of the doors. The back of it's all metal. This the front doors. It's a 400 stainless. It's a brush. It's just the phony. It's a phony stainless. But the public think, oh, it's stainless steel. It's worth a lot of money. Uh, you got computers, your ice makers are going out so fast. Maybe three or four months your ice maker's out. You're calling up the people that you buy it and complaining to them, and they don't care. They ain't going to come out. I can get a pizza out here at my house faster than I get an appliance repairman. Oh, really? So uh, when you say the stainless steel, is is it like polished aluminum, that, uh, polished metal that may, it may, that it make it look like uh, stainless steel? No. I mean, you're saying it's it, fake stainless it, steel. So is it yes, polished? Yes, they, they have a way to make it, and it's not a stainless steel. It's metal, but it looks like they polish it up, comes out of the assembly line, they make the doors and everything else make the refrigerator, but it's all units that go into it. Then they put that foam in their insulation, and that's it. The compressor, if you look at all the uh, refrigerator, big box stores, uh-huh. you'll see all the compressors are all the same. So are you saying that they all get these compressors from China, and they, no yeah. matter what model it is, it, they just throw the same cheap compression in them all. Yep, the same ones and everything. The coils are same. They're getting a little cheaper on the copper on them, and a couple of little air air things. They use the same little air blower in there, the same as the microwaves. Even the microwaves are going out. They don't last. So, so when you see these. Refrigerators and uh, dishwashers and um, 
in the, say, uh, stainless steel, they're not really stainless steel. And you were no. saying a lot of these dishwashers now, they're getting away from stainless steel and they're putting plastic in them? Yes. They're doing plastic in them. Uh, the washers and the dryers, the barrels are all going plastic. The dryers are all going plastic in them. So they're cheapening everything up. The motors are getting smaller. Mm -hmm. It don't last long anymore. You had a good motor in there. Now you got a motor that's about the size of your fist in there now. And they're just selling things to the public, and the public just buys it and think, oh, I got a new dishwasher. Look in the back of it. It's underneath. It looks like a little tiny motor and a little pump, and that's about it. And so uh, when... Yeah, so when you you have like say a refrigerator, you come in and they say, uh, "What what's a, a new refrigerator warranted now? A year, two years, five years?" Well, there's a manufacturer warranty on it. Then if you want to buy a a, a big box store warranty, but mm -hmm. it's useless. They ain't gonna come and fix anything. So, they might send a guy out in three weeks to take a look at it, and then he ain't going to do much or nothing. He's just going to look at it and say, okay, thank you very much. Uh, call the manufacturer. The manufacturer's going to stick his head in the sand. So so when they you go in and you buy one of these cheap appliances, right? Hey, and the sales guy gives you a pitch and goes, oh, this is beautiful. This is a $3,000 fake Stainless steel, but he doesn't say that. He says stainless steel, and it's warranted for a year or five years. You're saying that's just a big sales pitch because oh, yes. in about seven months uh, when the freezer blows up and you can't get ice on it and the refrigerator isn't cooling, you call these guys out and they get, you know, some guy that's a subcontractor that comes out and he throws the cheapest piece of junk in it, you know, a lick and a Band-Aid, uh, just to keep it up for, uh, uh, to run until the warranty's over. And then in a year when the warranty's over, uh, it's a piece of junk, and now it's not even worth re uh, repairing because to get a good qualified repairer out there, it's going to cost him $200 for him to wake up. And then when he gets over to your place, uh, a $20 water pump, he's going to dock you for another 200 So it's going to cost you $500 just to get a, uh, a $20 water pump to fix uh, because these things aren't made to last and they're just cheap junk. Yeah, it's like the trays inside, the plastic trays are all cracking. They just get uh, cold and they just crack. And then you call them up. How much is a new tray? Oh, 35, 40 bucks to get one of those. We have to order it. If you ever get it, you're lucky. The, the manufacturers change all the time. They're, oh. uh, refrigerators. So, yeah, so you're saying that, that, um, so why, why is, why aren't things lasting anymore? Is it because these big companies, just want you, you know, it to last for three or four years, and then you don't really fix them. And you know, the day of like fixing uh, uh, refrigerators, are long gone. Because you know, I have a refrigerator. When I bought my home, it was 15 years old, 
And, uh, you know, the uh, defrost went out and only cost me, you know, I, I, you get on YouTube or you do some research. It cost me $100 to fix the, um, put a brand new defrost in and then the little thermometer, uh, thermostat in. And then uh, my water pump uh, went out for the water in the uh, door, and it cost me $20 to repair the water pump. So it cost me maybe $200 to uh, get a new defroster and a new thermostat and a new water pump. But what you're saying is the, the you're, you were saying that a lot of these uh, water uh, in the door isn't working, and it's because – the except the, people think that the water pump isn't working and it's like maybe a thirty dollar fix in the back, but they figure oh the water pump isn't working, and sometimes you were saying that sometimes the water in the water dispenser just freezes, and you just need to thaw out the uh, water line in the um, um, in the uh, door. Said something about getting a hypodermic needle, and you stick the hypodermic needle with a hose into the water line with hot water, and it just thaws it all out, and then the water yeah. starts working again. But people don't do that; they just say, "Oh, yeah. no, it's not working," so I'll throw it and give it to the scrapper, and I'll buy another thousand-dollar yeah. refrigerator. And yeah. all it takes is a, a, a five-minute fix, but they don't do it. No, because they're not handy. They don't know how to use tools. They just call, and uh, they don't want to call a repairman and get sock for 500 bucks. They just push it out to the curb, put free on it, go down there to the big box store and buy a new one, have it delivered and hooked it up, and they're happy. And they spend over $3,000 for that. Uh, they want the best one they got. And they're just junk. I don't care if it's $4,000. It is junk. Nothing lasts forever anymore. So those computers go out. All this stuff goes out. It's junk. So you were telling me about how these these stoves, and you know, I didn't. I don't have. You know, I don't really have uh, a stove. I, I, you know, the only stove I really have is, you know, the stove that has like a digital display in the back. But you were yeah. saying a lot of these stoves where they have the computer in the front between the kind of uh, above the oven and in front of the burners are yes. just, uh, just junk because the computer overheats. Can you tell the audience a little bit of what that whole thing's about? Okay, that's like putting your laptop on the burners and this gets hot. They put them on the back of the stove next to the control, it gets hot, and it just goes out. Can't take the heat, the boiling of the soup, making spaghetti, it just goes out. And out to the curb, there it comes, another one out to the curb. You get them all the time. I don't care if they're general, like a whirlpool and everything you got. It's all nothing but junk. So don't buy anything too expensive because you're lucky to get three years, you know. So how much does it cost to repair something like that? I mean, I mean, so what you're saying, they get that computer and it looks all fancy. It lasts about a year. And then after yeah. about a, a year, two years, three years, the computer uh, 
fries because it's uh, right where the 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 uh, oven is and right where the heating elements on the top is. And then how much does it cost to come over and you, you get one of these guys and repair something like that? Well, you got a service charge coming out, probably about two fifty to come up, parts and labor and everything. You're probably hitting six hundred dollars. Well, then you could buy a new stove. That's what they say, and they direct you to a big box store, but they don't even show up. They don't oh. want to work on them. They just want to put a motor, a little fan in it, something real easy, and go away, and then come back in about a week or two. Oh, this was not the fan that sent out. Well, you better just buy a new one. Oh, so so what's the? I mean, when you're going out and you're recycling, is there any models that you pick up that people kind of just uh, toss out uh, that you see a lot of the same brands that are just relatively pretty new, but they're just, you know, they just yes. recycle them. What, what brands are like well, really bad? You're, you're looking at ALG and the singer song. <laughs> and right now the, um, uh, LG has a bad compressor. You're lucky you get about a month out of it now. <laughs> you call them back. They say, oh, call the distributor. They stick their head in the sand. They have a nice day. There's a lawsuit right now with 100 uh, customers out. They got this LGs. So I don't know what's happening at that lawsuit. You heard it on the radio out of L.A. Okay. But it's just... It junk, they microwaves it junk. Those air fryers, I tore an air fryer apart to see. Ain't any much to that thing. Just a uh, stove coil in there, and that's about it, and a fan. And that seems to be kind of uh, the big trend now. You know, they're getting away from the toasters, and they have these big uh, air fryers because they say, oh, it's better than uh, frying food. You just stick it in there, and it air. Hot air um, cooks your your meal, and it's an oven, and it's got a timer. You're saying those, no matter how, because those yeah. some of those things, they're like two hundred fifty, three hundred dollars for five. Yeah, they're junk. All it is is a heating coil up there, right above it's a fan, and it blows the hot air off the coil down below. They're very simple inside of them. A couple of green boards in there couple wires and that's about it. Huh. Huh. So we when you're recycling a refrigerator, why what and uh when you go to the recycler, how much do you usually get for a a, a regular refrigerator? What are they what well, are they you? depending on what you got on the truck. Mm-hmm. No, well, uh, like, if you have it separated you have the motor out, the wires out, the oh, copper, aluminum, yeah. it's in there. You sell it, get your money. But I just don't take one of them. Tame. I, I take four or five hundred pounds, six thousand oh, okay. pounds of stuff. I don't just take one. It's not worth it to go take one. You got to have the whole truck loaded. So what do you mm-hmm. what do you think you get just for one refrigerator? One refrigerator. Uh, you get maybe. Fifteen bucks or something. So, so you're it. saying these guys go out, they spend eighteen hundred, two thousand dollars, and the thing uh, basically falls apart. And the only scrap you're going to get 
20, 30 bucks for it, and that's about it. Yeah, if you don't separate it, you, you're lucky to get fifty, you know, about six bucks. <laughs> depending what the, yeah, and you, you, you go down there, oh, I'll take it down there, get some money back on mine. Nah, you don't separate it, you're just gonna get about six bucks. Throw it in the curb. So, so other than the uh, compressors going out, you were saying there's a lot of problems with ice makers going out. Oh, ice makers going out. Yeah, I just tear things apart. I don't fix nothing because I don't want to fix nothing. Somebody will come back. Oh, it's it, it's leaking all over my floor. It ain't worth bothering with. Go, go. They got money. I'm gonna go buy another a three thousand dollar one. So what, uh, okay, we're talking about refrigerator. What do you find going out other than the computers on these stoves? I mean, is it basically just the computers? I can't hear you too good. Is it basically just the computers? Yeah, it's a green board. Mm -hmm. The computers go out. They want about $300 to rebuild it. Mm -hmm. Then that not will be the problem. It might be the compressor. No, I'm talking, about a stove. Goes I'm talking about the stove. Oh, the stove? Yeah. They, they seem to last a while on stove. If you just get a regular good one, you know, with no computer, just a plain Jane. If you go down to the restaurant supply and get a good one, uh, it, it'll last you. The stuff they sell at these big box stores is mostly for rental properties. It is. Go out, you know, not throw it out full of bugs. Let's put a new one in. We're, we're getting $4,000 for this unit. Let's put a new one in. So what about dishwashers? Any any hints for dishwashers? Uh, don't don't let the kids put cleanser in it. Uh, what? Cleanser. What do you mean cleanser? They they put the soap in there, and they, they put the uh, cleanser in the soap dispenser. You clogs it all up. So are you saying, uh, you know, a lot of the you should put liquid dishwashing soap as a powder? Yeah. Uh huh. It all clogs up after a while. Oh, so don't use powdered dishwashing detergent. Use liquid. Yes, because it all clogs up. You have to take it apart and you see a bunch of whatever food particles, all kinds of trash in there. And then they put their plate and the napkins go in there. And uh, today, it ain't make it to last anymore. Not oh. quality. They don't have quality inspectors anymore. Huh. They just want to sell you appliances, get your money. You have that. It breaks. You come back and in a year or two, buy a new one. Complain to the people. Oh, I went out. Well, buy a new one. This one's better than that one. It's the same thing. So what about these discount stores that, you know, they come in and they, you know, they get a lot of these old, uh, you know, when you buy a brand new uh, refrigerator or stove or dishwasher, they come in, they fix them, and then they sell them for really cheap. Are those, well, is that a good buy or is that just nah, really, forget really it. Really? It's, a, it's a quick fix. Oh. It's a quick fix. Come there, and about six weeks later, it's leaking all over the place. <laughs> and they don't, why do they have just a three-month, 90-day warranty, and that's about it? Yeah, you're lucky you get that much. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so, oh. uh, what do you see in the, what do you think? We were talking, this is really interesting, Mike. I remember talking to you, boy, um, maybe about three years ago when these electric cars came out. Right. And you really called it. You said, oh, these electric cars are just as much as junk as the appliances. Tell me, tell me a little bit about, you know, why you knew that three years ago when these Teslas and, and, uh, you know, EV and electric cars came out. You, you called it. So, what I mean, why why were you so aware of what the future problems were going to be? Well, you got a battery and, and it dies off. Then you got to take the battery out. Then you're looking at a several thousands to replace that battery. And a lot of people uh, you go on a trip with them. Oh, I'm going to save gas, and you're stopping places down the highway for three hours. Charging your car, go a little bit further, stop charging your car. You get out there, there's no chargers, what do you do? You gotta carry a generator in the back of the trunk to generate electricity for your battery. So, so, so nobody you, knows how to fix them. Yeah. There's too much electronics, too many cameras on them. So once you get in the wreck, just call the wrecker, take it down in the scrapper. Do you think there's going to be a lot of people when those um, batteries wear out that it's going to cost them ten, twelve, fifteen thousand dollars for a new battery and the car isn't going to be worth it? So they're going to be getting a lot of scrap, you know, getting those to the junkyard, all the electric vehicles that everybody thought were wonderful. Oh yes, and the, and the battery is hazardous waste. So you have to have a hazardous waste engineer take it out. It has to be recycled. So you're going to look into thousands of dollars, and your your nice savings is going to be gone. So what about this? You know, I I was talking to a few people, and they were saying that, you know, the, the generation now, they're like, oh, we need to recycle. We need to recycle. And they were saying that the current generation puts more uh, toxic, unrecyclable material out than when we were, uh, you know, back in the 50s, 60s, 70s, where, you know, a lot of things were glass and you um, you recycled them, you brought them to the store and they gave you 10 cents a bottle, 15 cents a bottle. Yeah. And now everybody's, everything's plastic, nobody recycles, and this... PEX pipe, uh, I found out that they're throwing uh, all this PEX pipe in these houses, and um, I found out that a lot of it you can't recycle, so that isn't recyclable, and then somebody told me this, and tell me what they, they said, there is more cell phones on earth than people. Yes, So and we I'm have all these- trying to find a buyer for cell phones. I haven't found one yet. So, so they just well, keep them in their drawers, mm-hmm. and that's it. So when, I mean, all these toxic acid cell phones that everybody says, oh, we're so environmentally 
friendly and recycle and the generations like, oh, we need to recycle. We recycle is a joke because all buying toxic cell phones that you can't get rid of and you can't recycle. So everybody throws them away. They all end up in a landfill with all toxic acid and chemicals that are all leaching in the uh, field. And it's a big, huge um, uh what what can I say? A big, huge environmental hazard. Oh yes, they don't care. People today just want to get rid of, throw it to the curb, let somebody pick it up, let them deal with it. So you can't they even recycle care. cell phones at all. They, nobody, no, I am looking more. for it. I've been looking for a lot of years, looking for people. I used to give them to the military. Uh huh. And they used to do something with it, but now they don't even want them. So, I don't know what's with them, but no, nobody puts out a sign. We recycle, but uh, I don't know. They probably have to send them back to China. Huh. You have to send a, a lot of them back. Huh. But the AT and T will take them, mm-hmm. but they don't give you nothing for them. Huh? So these people pay a thousand dollars for these cell phones and they put them on this layaway plan where it's like you can get a brand new Apple 14 for $1,500 but we're going to only charge you $20 a month so everybody goes great and then we'll upgrade you a free upgrade um, and then the free upgrade and then you got this um cell phone and you can't get rid of it so they they just toss it and it's more toxic waste and it's a total joke oh yes there's probably hundreds of them a day going in the dumps wow we yes so they're leaking they got chemicals acid in them everybody says oh they got they got gold in them I should like to know what they are I think the old ones back in the days, maybe they had some gold in but not now. It's too expensive to do that. Huh. So, so, yeah, so, I know. so you you were uh, talking a little bit. Let's just uh, kind of change the subject because you live in uh, Colorado, uh, California. And you were saying about what was going on in California with uh, – we were just talking about um, – you know, the immigrants coming over, the illegals, how is that affecting California? And oh, man, in it's just coming in in groves. Really? It's coming in in groves. Thousands are coming this way. Now, they just pass a law. You can sleep in your car out in the front of somebody's house, down at the park, take a tent, sleep anywhere you want. Uh, if the... Uh, Parking rides are all filled up with people sleeping in them. Uh, we've got to watch out for needles and drugs and poo out there in the lot. It's just getting bad. And then one this guy uh, stole their, went the, her apartment, stole her, her purse and everything else. Roughed her up a little bit, took off with her the cots found, but it's getting worse and worse. You almost got to carry a gun around pretty soon. Holy smokes. And you you were saying, uh, how's the real estate market out there? Well, you don't want to buy buy nothing out here. Why? Too, too expensive. The property taxes are too expensive. Everything's just too expensive. Go somewhere else. you got too many aliens here coming, 
Chinese alien. They got a big old gap down here. The fence, the army's down there fixing up the, the holes in the fence. It's getting real bad out here. Don't even think about taking a vacation out here anymore. Really? Why not? Yeah, you will break. The window. They break your car window, right? You call the police and they say, what do, what do we want to do about it? Why call us? So, so they Go down just, and get so, repaired. So that's about it. I mean, people yeah, break they don't even want to bother. trying to earn a living. Uh, there's all these illegals. They're all, like, trying to earn a living. There's no job. They think the American dream that they're all going to come over. They pretty much tax the system. I had I had a person, and and they were um, – and this is really interesting because I was talking to them, oh, maybe about – oh, before the pandemic. And, yeah. And he, uh, he was going to purchase a home from me. And uh, we were just talking, and he owned a construction company. And he was saying, which was really interesting, he was saying that um, that don't, you know, they were like saying, oh, these illegals, they're not taking jobs from Americans. They're just filling what uh, jobs that Americans don't want to do. And yeah. I said, well, that's, that's, oh, that's what I'm uh, thinking of. And he said, no, 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 no. He said, uh, J.D., he said, no, they're taking a lot of jobs from Americans. And I said, really? He goes, yeah, let me tell you what happened. He goes, I had a really good construction crew because he, he built homes, right? And he yeah. said, yeah, I had good quality guys, paying them really well, excellent skilled laborers. These guys really really were excellent and so on. And then he goes, then all my competitors started uh, hiring illegals for like eight, nine, ten dollars an hour and they were undercutting me and I couldn't get any bids. So, yeah. so I, I, had, I couldn't get any bids and I had to earn a living or my, I would have filed bankruptcy. So what he said is I had to start laying off all my good qualified people and I started hiring illegals because that's the only way I could survive. And I oh, said, yes. and I said, Oh really? And he said, Oh yeah. He said, Don't think these guys aren't taking American jobs and they're just out on the fields picking cabbages. He said, No, they're taking a lot of construction jobs. And, you know, at minimum wage, and, and uh, these people are hiring them. And um, mm. he said, you know, so when these people say, oh, they're not taking American jobs here. And I, I, I was surprised because I said, I didn't know yeah. that. He goes, no, no. He goes, the fake news don't want anybody to know. Uh, they say, oh, no, yeah. they're not taking jobs away from people. They're just t doing jobs and Americans don't want to do. He said it's a long line of bull. So oh, are you yeah. are you finding that in California yeah, a lot of yeah. them coming uh, in and taking those jobs? Yeah, and the, and the, the hamburger stands, you know what they're doing now? Carl's Jr. Uh -huh. They have a computer up there and it tells you the price right now. And in 15 minutes, the price will change. 
how much how much does it cost if you go to McDonald's or you know Burger King or these franchise burger places how much in California does it cost for a typical like fast food uh Come, you know, a, a burger, fries, and a drink. How much does it cost you nowadays? Well, you're probably looking at forty bucks. Oh uh, yeah, wait a minute. Are you talking forty bucks to just yes. go to a fast food restaurant? Yes. Oh. The drink is about four dollars, five dollars. Hamburger is about eight dollars. French fries, I don't know what to get for that, but these are people going. They ain't going anymore. So, so yeah. uh, be, besides of that, and uh, what what's gas selling out there nowadays? Well, I bought uh, diesel. It was uh, let's see, four ninety five. Five dollars a gallon. Yeah, about five bucks a gallon. It came down. It was all six dollars going to seven. Good. And then that uh, stay, uh, what is that Shell gas station? It's heading to seven. Good grief. Holy, holy smokes. Um, yeah, and then so what, what they've done you... on the menu board up there, they have numbers that flip back and forth like the stock market. If, it, <laughs> if it's selling, the price goes up. If it goes down in price, the, the price goes down because they're not selling. Lunch is over. So then in the lunchtime or dinner night, it goes back up. Oh, that—that's it to do. Well, so, what? What are the houses selling out there? You hear a lot of nothing, 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 nothing. Nah. What's an average house? If I let's say if I was out there and I was just going to buy my first house, I, I'm a young. Well, you're, you're probably maybe year old uh, guy, uh, family or young couple. Uh, forget what it. Is, Don't even bother. Well, what are they going to be paying? You're looking for? about seven hundred thousand for to about a million. For how many square feet? It's like a two, three bedroom. For, it's for, location, location. Well, yeah, I know that, but but how many how many square feet? Like maybe eleven. I don't go by the feet. I just go by the bedrooms. The bedrooms are ten by ten. No old houses out here. So maybe seven hundred thousand. So maybe, uh, what, 1,200, 1,500 square foot home? Yeah. This is about mom's size over there. Okay, 1,500 square feet maybe? Yeah. Yeah. All right. For uh, seven, 800,000? Oh, yes. Oh. They keep going up. These all the houses are going to go up. So who's Nobody's buying? buying. What? So so nobody's buying out there. So the what about here's another thing. We'll wrap this up. Uh, uh, you know, California is kind of a destination. A lot of people go on vacations and so on. How you know you hear a lot of these Airbnbs. You know that the, the uh, neighborhoods aren't letting them in. They have to now register as hotels. Uh, where are those all? What what is happening? Well, the, uh, I think a lot of them are the parties over. They just renting them out now. You mean just they just renting them out because they're tired in the neighborhood. Parties going all night long, music going. So now that they're, they're rezoning them, okay, you can just rent them out for apartments because everybody thought, 
oh, all these be and be. Oh, it was a great thing after a while, but it just passed away. Mm-hmm. It just died. So now, but, but, you know, a lot of these guys were renting out these things a thousand a week. They're getting $4,000 a month, $5,000 oh, a month. And then they were, you know, only paying 2300 because they, they refinanced them at low interest rates. So now that they're renting these things long term, are they all taking losses? I mean, are these right, things yeah, kind of so. Yeah, there's one guy on there uh owns a bunch of houses. He's losing money by the day. Really? Yeah, he's got a bunch of them. He's, he's losing money. Because nobody what? wants to... Well, why would come out of here to California, get robbed, get your windows broke out of your car, some guy stepping in a pile of poop and needles, you know, urinating in the back of your car. Yeah. Now, a lot of people just leave their windows open in their car now. Oh, so Because they don't want their car broken. Oh, so they just, so people don't break in, they just look in, nothing there, so they move on. Yeah. So, yes. So a lot of these houses that, that that were investment homes, Airbnbs, these people are taking losses. Do you think they're just, like, going to walk away from them because now they, they owe more money than they yeah, worth? And they yeah. All got, yeah, they oh. all got caught up in uh they all got caught mm. up in this. Oh, Airbnb crave and the pandemic. Nobody wanted to go to hotels because mm. they were all going to die catching the uh, coronavirus. So they all went yeah. to Airbnb. And now these um, these uh, hotels, uh, nice, you get maid service, a nice uh, breakfast uh, in the morning and so on. And these Airbnbs are charging three, $400 cleaning fees and this fee and that fee and and nobody's buying them now because nobody, no. has all this, nobody has all this, you know, this liquidated free cash stimulus money. They're all broke. They're all tapped down on their credit cards. So no, nobody's yes. really going on vacation. So all these people who bought these Airbnbs are stuck. They're losing money. Do you think, uh, to wrap this up, there's going to be a lot of houses coming on the market where all these investors who are now buried in these things have to unload them? Yes. Hmm. They gotta unload them, but they just have to come back and take a loss on them. They just pay taxes on them, and and then what's happening? I just heard this this morning. Yeah, there was a house out there, real estate sign out front, and and the, the, they said, "Oh, a house is for sale. Let's look around it, find the key." Mm-hmm. So they found the key. Mm-hmm. They went into it. Somebody called the police. Oh, we got a lease. Yeah, a lease right here. We got a lease on it. Yeah, what a party. And now the, the they said the squatters have more rights than you now. So what do you mean? You mean the guy went into an Airbnb, found the key, and moved in and not and isn't going to move out? Oh, this is the apartment houses up for sale. They just move into them. These homeless, they can find a house. It's empty. And move into it. Try the window open. Get up on there with four or five guys and girls. And then have a good old time in there. Then people go, oh, call the cop. Oh, yeah, we got a lease. Okay. The neighbor calls up the owner. Oh, you can see all this. Uh, what do we got to do to get rid of them all? They got more rights. You got to go to court and get them out now. So how long does that take? <laughs> well, right now the court days are probably three months from now. So, so you get a squatter that moves into an empty house or, or an Airbnb, 
the sellers tries to kick them out, they don't want to get kicked out. So they can live there three or four months, scot-free. Yeah. And, and then uh, the owners have to go to court, buy an attorney, spend all these legal fees, and then the guy, be, when the court case goes, he moves at the middle of the night, moves on to somebody, someplace next, and the Oh, yeah, he's got guys out uh, prowling around, looking up down streets, looking for houses up for sale, and signs that have dilapidated. Oh, let's just move on in here now. You know, this is a nice place in here. We could jimmy the window, get up on in here, break the slide door, come on in. The people, uh, they're sitting there for three or four weeks in the neighborhood. Oh, I know the people that are I'll call them. Oh, I see you sold your house. What do you mean? Oh, there's somebody living there. They come down and call the police. Oh, they got, they got squatters rights. Oh, that's... That is crazy. That is Yeah, look crazy. on your computer and see about squatters' rights. Oh, man, that is crazy. Well, yeah. we're going we're gonna to wrap this up. Mike, thanks for, you know, talking about the appliances, what California is going through, the the uh the real estate market there and so on and so forth really really informative really enjoyed uh talking to you and you know you have a you have a great week um uh, mike and uh and and thank you very much for spending the time with me okay <laughs> is it cold out there ah <laughs> uh, yeah no, you're talking you know, yeah, I've got a little cough. Everybody's got a cough these yes. days. So when it's going around, it's that time mm-hmm. of season. Oh, uh, that house down there, you ran the numbers on it for me. Uh-huh. It's still boarded up. It's been there for like three months now. <laughs> yeah, I told you nobody's going to buy that place. It's over. Remember I told you? Remember I told you? Uh, oh, man, we both got the cough. Um, yes. I remember about three years ago, I told you, man, anybody there should sell, 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 because the market's going down the tube. I, yeah. I uh, to wrap this up, I did a, a market analysis um, yesterday on just my area, and since uh, G- December, yeah, December, January, well, almost in March, the housing market's gone down, depending on the price of home, which it looks like from about six to seven hundred thousand dollar homes. Yeah, it's dropping but, about ten thousand dollars. Yeah, now. but you hear the people on the news. Oh, yeah, it's going up. The properties are going up with a third, fourth highest place in the United States. Yeah, keep raising the price. I see you drop everybody off the ladder. There's nobody <laughs> buying. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be all empty. The homeless are going to take over. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't cracked the door open yet down here and moved on in yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Michael, I'm going to wrap this up. Thank you very much. I hope me and you both get over yeah. our costs and stuff. And enjoy yourself in beautiful uh, California. And hopefully, uh, yeah. you know, it, it, we'll get this all under control in the coming year and so on. And everything will be better. Oh, yeah. Come on down. Listen to the news. And uh, Trump will be down here at the border on Thursday. Thank you very much for listening. Really appreciate it. Again, apologize for the quality of the recording. But hopefully you gained a lot of knowledge behind the scenes of uh, 
buying uh, expensive appliances and just kind of what is going on that a lot of people aren't talking about and the salespeople at these big box stores and appliance stores don't really want to tell you. So thank you very much. We really appreciate it and have a very good day. We hope you enjoyed the show, Real Estate for the Common Man. Please follow us or subscribe. Tell your friends, neighbors, relatives, and coworkers about us. We're on all your major podcast apps, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and iTunes. If you can't remember all that, just Google it or have your friends Google Real Estate for the Common Man and it will come up. Again, we thank you very much for your time and hopefully you enjoyed the show. Hey, if you live in Colorado Springs and want to buy or sell a home, you can look us up at soldrealestatecompany.com as in I sold a home. Again, thank you very much. Have a very good week and we'll see you next Monday.